Hello, and again, welcome to BitDepth. I'm Santiago Ramones. Across from me is... Jesus Ramones. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I guess you might also be putting this on your thingies. So this is also simultaneously not BitDepth. It's at the same time. I don't know. We'll we'll see what I decide to do with this, but like either Moodish's podcast or the working title as of now is Changing States. Cool. Which is a great segue into just like, what is that? What is Changing States? So Changing States is something that only exists in my mind <laughs> or as of now, but it is supposed to be this project where I take freely available data that's already out there in the internet, I gather it, and then I contrast and compare states, like the 50 states, mm -hmm. and maybe compare it to some uh, other countries just to see kind of like the best ways to govern. And mm -hmm. like, yeah, like there's good things that some states are doing. There's bad states that some states are doing. And I just want to put that out like more into the forefront. Yeah. There are already some websites that do this, but in like website form. And so it's like you're putting that into the YouTube sphere so that it is more easily accessible because who reads articles nowadays? Not me. Uh, <laughs> although you will be for gathering all of this information. So I guess why do you want to be gathering this information? Yeah, just kidding. I, I, like I, I do. I want to be gathering it because um, I think it's like this idea and maybe the, this can like help me get to it. Cause like my first video uh, I was thinking it would be kind of like how I came up with the idea mm -hmm. and I kind of want to make it cause anytime that you think about a video, you kind of want to tell a story like mm -hmm. maybe with a beginning, middle and end or something cohesive that will keep the attention of people all throughout it. But, um, I've been thinking about how to tell this story across of how I came up with the idea, but the idea, it's kind of like, it's all together in my mind, but like it, it, you have to kind of like uh, tease it apart to actually kind of tell a story. Yeah. The, the ideal goal would be to kind of create like an Oscars but for the States yeah, to where like it's to some extent prestigious to some extent, like ideally, like, you know, like in, in the future, like there's celebrities involved to where like there would be a lot of eyeballs on it. That way we can kind of, instead of, I feel like there's a lot of infighting right now as to like uh, red States versus blue States and like that kind of like talk, but I kind of wanted to be more about like numbers and about, um, yeah, numbers, statistics, things that we care about. Um, some of the things, so Andrew Yang had kind of this same idea and like the, the five things that he always wanted to measure, uh, was life expectancy, mental health and freedom from substance abuse, environmental sustainability, average income and affordability childhood success rates. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like if those things, if we measure those things, and I think also if we compare the 50 states as to how they're doing, I think that way you can kind of create like a race to the top. I mean, I guess like there is 
once again, there is all of this information readily available. And it seems like the only people that cite this information is like politicians, understandably so, because they're like trying to like show evidence or whatnot. But it is kind of more because of the nature of how political engagement has become because of the internet, because of the media, there is not really like a unbiased way of measuring these statistics because then it just becomes like, oh, look, you're a blue state and all the riots are happening in the blue states or, oh, you're a red state. Your education is terrible over in the red states. But there's no like balanced way of looking at every single state and being like, nah, here's just the facts of each one. So I guess how do you plan on depoliticizing it? If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think also it's, it's not all together, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have all these numbers, but it's not all together. They just get cited here and there when somebody wants to make a point, but it's, it's not all in one place presented to you. Mm -hmm. And like, I think even when, yeah, when politicians like cite one of these statistics, it's just to make a point and it's not really a full picture. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of the idea. Because also, I don't think that politicians really use these numbers as a measure of how good they are governing. Like, mm-hmm. they, it's more like the people that use these numbers are like, yeah, like, stati- like schools and statisticians and, and like economists. And those aren't really the people that are it's almost like a a a back story thing like it's in the background some people know about these but those numbers aren't really influencing the way that we govern yeah and it is uh i guess this idea of like ivory towers of like uh, i think one of the better examples is one that i think you've uh talked to me about or talked about in general is that like you studied psychology and the ivory tower of psychology says that like this is the best way that people learn and we are teaching you this in school in the worst way that people learn and so it's like the the psychology department isn't talking to the education department and like the education department has their own sort of rules and bureaucracy that they're using and then psychology is over here like well this is what the research shows and so it's like in the same way if you apply it to these state statistics you can be like well we can see how you know this decision caused these sorts of things and instead it it seems like a lot of decisions are made just because it is politically uh i don't know exciting to do so in in certain cases yeah the the one of the things that i uh because the the ideal the the goal would be that i introduce a mechanism by which like government changes and like because i i um i was thinking and like i've been trying to write down things to where like how does government change or like what's the system by which government changes so it's like people voting politicians laws so like that's how we the people 
get to like the laws mm -hmm. through all these kind of filters. People use voting for politicians that change laws. Mm -hmm. So then, and it, it, at this moment, it feels like all of that is broken down. Like yeah. the people are misinformed. Like we don't like not a lot of people like vote and like doubt is being thrown on the voting system. People mm -hmm. don't even trust politicians. Politicians are influenced by like corporations, lobbyists. And then the laws, I think the laws is something that can also be, could be influenced by like the scientific method to where like, what's the goal of the law mm -hmm. after a certain period we should measure, like, did it reach its goal? Did it do it? Like, and we measure the effect like, and if it didn't, we should, we should change the law. Mm. Uh, so like, I feel like that kind of, that measure at the law, like doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and this is also kind of an attempt of like kind of measuring that effect and like making it pub, like, you know, widely available, hopefully in like an easily digestible way. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That will inform people so that they can vote people out. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like, I don't know if like there's different steps in or like, I don't know, whenever people find problems and systems, they're always like, I'm enraged. Who do I write to? How do I like, who do I throw money at or whatever it might be? And it does seem like, for example, uh, I guess sort of recently I'm kind of catching up on a backlog of Joe Rogan podcasts, but like he talked about how, mm. uh, or he talked to a couple of guys who deal with people who are innocent, uh, in like the innocence project and how there yeah. are people who are convicted of crimes that they didn't do, but then the legal system basically gets stuck on proving this person is, the one who did it, even though there's evidence Guilty. that they didn't yeah. do it. And even whenever the evidence does come out, even though like a lot of times they're just preventing evidence from happening, which is already a major flaw in the system, they're um, yeah. taking other sort of legal ways of like whenever someone does get exonerated, they find some way to like de-exonerate them because of some technicality. And so it's like at that point, it's not even about crime, punishment, laws, whatever. It's just about like I want to win and you didn't let me win. So I'm going to find another way of making you win. And so it's like all that to say is whenever people see problems in systems, I feel like a lot of times, especially someone like myself who can't vote is like, well, I, I just can't do anything. And so whenever I look at the shit show that is American politics right now, I just feel like the only thing I can do is just tell other people to vote or tell other people like this is why I hold these views, but like I can't actually do anything about it. And so it's like how can we make actionable decisions and create real change? And I feel like for you, this changing states thing can be a way of like at least informing the populace informing the repres 
representatives and informing those who uphold the law and being like, hey, this is the results of what you're doing in the system. Yeah. And and I think that uh, something that like, again, like I kind of wanted to talk to you about this to get like (laughs) some like spitballing is like, I guess that's kind of something that like I I didn't kind of realize is the, the goal of this is to accurately measure the effect of, of how we're governing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause it, 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 it doesn't feel like we're doing this. It, 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 I feel like the population is like, things are getting worse. Right. And like, yeah, things are getting worse. And like, but like, we're also getting at the same time as like, but GDP is great. So mm-hmm. like, you know, like in, unemployment isn't as bad as it could be like <laughs> so like we're we're getting these these numbers like from like the governments because i mean i want to say trump but also like under obama like he also used gdp as a measure of how mm-hmm. well we're doing um so it's like we're we're not using enough numbers to yeah. to to measure our well-being and to think that like since 1776 well not really 1776 because there was a a whole war but like since the constitution was ratified up until now like we haven't been doing that and like we're still not and so it's like i guess everyone's just scrambling to like make changes and just hope that they fix something but then we never go back and check whether or not it actually did. And so it's like, we've been running this experiment for so long and like people call it an experiment, but it's like, we're not even measuring the data in the experiment. And so it's like, you couldn't even call it an experiment because it's like, we're just like throwing stuff out there. And then it's like, well, onto the next thing we like did the thing that we thought was going to fix the thing. Um, so I don't know. Oh, so I'm getting more just like riled up, but I should just, what was it that you were trying to think about in sort of communicating this information? Yeah. And, and, and yeah, thinking, I, I think also like that, that's something that I thought about and like kind of, I told you about in, in psychology to where like for my master's, like what I mainly did was just read a bunch of like, research articles and kind of like learning to dissect them and stuff like that and just like finding out that like we know how to do things we know how to measure things we know how to like the scientific method method works the the main thing is implementation and i think that like both in research it's kind of like if the, the the main incentive that like society is working on is money Money so easily like measurable so to that like if you have a lot of money you're you're doing it you're winning mm-hmm. so in in politics in like the private sector as well like it's like the more money the better so then that's kind of like all the these organisms that we're like creating are just like like meta organisms, like yeah. these organisms made up of humans, like which are institutions, like, and these meta organisms are just like, su- like, you know, just trying to suck up like money out of the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
so I mean that's kind of what's affecting like yeah voting and politicians and laws mm-hmm. like you know because that's kind of like all these organizations are trying to like hey don't like you know don't go for clean energy because like you know that will stop my industry and like that's kind of what's influencing all that and also within like reach like research too mm-hmm. like we know all these better ways to do things but hey will that save money or make us money mm-hmm. like if the answer is no it no or like just not apparent mm-hmm. then it just doesn't get implemented yeah i mean the same thing like like it takes somebody like for example like elon musk to where like no i think we can make money out of this like mm-hmm. and, and like he like goes like against the grain and and like kind of like forces his way into like the the automobile market mm-hmm. uh and then like now he's making money but like again like that that doesn't come out of no- like most of that technology was already like out there mm-hmm. but he just had to kind of like elbow his way in and also he was like a millionaire like to yeah. begin with so so it's not like just knowing the right thing to do is even enough like you have to have enough money yeah well we shouldn't need billionaires to like come in and save us that's like kind of the opposite of democracy in that like oh like we vote for people and then they create the change that we want and instead it's like these are billionaires that like i didn't have any say about how much power that they had and then now they're going to i don't know buy an entire town in the middle of nowhere and these thousand people are now kind of like subject to the whims of this billionaire or something and so that's the opposite of democracy and so it's like we we're not finding ways of actually making this american experiment work the way that it was initially intended to do so so okay this is going back to the initial point how can we communicate these statistics in a way that is palatable to the average person or at least palatable to the average person that cares <laughs> and then at some point eventually yeah. to the average person yeah so yeah m- my goal is to do it through youtube because that's kind of like the the easiest way for me to do it and also yeah there's like entertaining youtube videos out there I like a lot of what the Vox does. They do like tiny little like documentaries like mm-hmm. or video essays on things. Uh, so the, I think video is a really good way to get the, these things out, especially if they're, if there's only like, they're only 10 minutes long or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's easily digestible. I just got to get good <laughs> at communicating through video. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a, that's a hard thing. And especially cause like we just spent a long time talking about like politics and economics and all that sort of stuff. And then like, once you break down to like communication, it's like an entirely different field. And the thing is that like, people don't think about how like everything connects. And so it's like, if you're, if you're not good at communicating, then you're also not going to be very good at communicating changes that need to happen. And then those changes don't actually happen. So like everything kind of has to begin at some point. And so, yeah, it, it makes sense that YouTube is a good way of doing that because it's 
it's freely accessible to anyone and the information can be easily communicated in a way that uh people don't fall asleep to necessarily if you if you're doing it well yeah people don't fall asleep to it because yeah there's also like documentaries uh like out there that like you it's like oh like the social dilemma right Mm -hmm. like it's like i gotta you know i gotta sit down and like this is a commitment like right like i I gotta like what is it like an hour and a half or two hours like Mm -hmm. i gotta sit down for a while uh where if it's like a um, a ten minute video, like you know, it's a lot. Uh, the the bar of entry is a lot lower. Yeah. So I mean, that does kind of present a new challenge, which is like, how do you present all of the different facets of the statistics of a state in a ten minute video, or are you going to break it into different sections and have like, all right, here's education, here's infrastructure, here's crime, here's blah blah blah. And like maybe, yeah, the first one, it's like here's yeah, education uh, in Louisiana for 10 minutes. The uh the template that I had, like again, because all this just lives in my head. Yeah. But like the template that I had is like, so right now I'm not good at video, but mm-hmm. like the template at first would be is I, I just do life expectancy for all the states. And then I, I like, yeah, life expectancy for all the states and then mental health and freedom. from sub, sub, Like, so at first just topical and I kind of want to get better at like mm-hmm. communicating this across in like a video format. Mm-hmm. But eventually after I kind of get a little more comfortable and after I've gathered uh, enough data for like each one of these, I kind of want to go state by state mm-hmm. and I kind of want to have like a more zoomed in approach of like, these are the ways that they, uh, these are the things that they're doing. These mm-hmm. are the laws that they have or like, um, so I would like to get like do every single state and kind of like see where they rank. Cause yeah. you can also kind of like weigh all these and like, when you take all these into account, where is the state? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think another, I guess, difficult part is that you have to, and I mean, this is, you've written a lot of scientific papers. And this is something that every scientific paper has to do, which is like, when we're talking about life expectancy, this is what we mean. And so it's like, you might yeah. even have to do like a series of videos that is just like, hey, whenever we talk about life expectancy whenever we talk about quality of life whenever we talk about this thing and like defining your thing so that whenever someone or at least like at the start of the video being like Mm. hey in this video we're talking about life expectancy in all 50 states this is what life expectancy means these are the things that drive it up or down these are the other reasons as to like why we might measure life expectancy, why it would be a good thing that life expectancy is high and sort of stuff like that. And even like more of the nuances of yeah. like, if you're, yeah, maybe life expectancy is super high and people are living to like 90 years old, but like 20 of those last 90 suck. <laughs> and so like how think, these yeah. statistics mm-hmm. and measures affect each other yeah it's definitely so what you were talking about was like operationally defining as Mm -hmm. in like what do i mean by life expectancy and yeah i mean i i would like to uh kind of create a culture 
or like a, a following of people that like understand these concepts and like help me with it. Cause I, I also don't want to be the, the be all that like, you know, the tip of the like pyramid. Mm -hmm. I, I want it to be a conversation with the people that watch. Um, if, and also, I don't know. I, I, I think too about like movies, sometimes movies like don't outright tell you something, but like you understand it within the context. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, it's, it's striking a balance between, between like not going over people's heads, mm -hmm. but also like, you know, not like, you know, like respecting the audience and like, it's yeah. like, no, it's like, you can, you can understand this. Like you, like within the context of what I'm saying, you can get yeah, this. Yeah. I would also like to like make my, like the data that I gather, like freely available to where like, this is where I got this data. This is where I got, these are mm -hmm. the, like the numbers that I got. And like, that way people can kind of see what I've been doing. And also like, I mean, I'll make mistakes, like, right. Like mm -hmm. with the statistical measures that I do, like, it's like, Oh, you should use this instead of that. Yeah. To measure. Cool. And I mean, the, it would be a very time consuming <laughs> thing going to every state. Do you, do you plan on like doing every state in like, order alphabetical order or is it just like what you feel like man <laughs> um yeah i mean I, I think alphabetical order is just the 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 natural <laughs> like i mean the, the what other order is like order of which they came into the union like <laughs> i don't know that might be neat. <laughs> uh yeah uh which would be like kind of like eastward like you know yeah yeah going at, uh westward <laughs> Do you, um, do you think yeah. that there's, I mean, I guess eventually you're going to have to like keep updating, uh, your formats and stuff like that. So like, where, where do you want to start as far as what it looks like and feels like? Yeah, I mean, I think right now it's going to look like a dumpster fire because I don't know, like, you know, motion graphics and stuff like that. Like, the the goal is to look somewhat like these people that I really admire, like like people from the Vox, like all the, there's, I don't I mean, I'm going to start like throwing out names, but like Joss Fong, Johnny Harris, like there there's these like people that like make really good videos on there. Um on YouTube, um, that like, I would love to like eventually get on that level. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like at first I just got to start, right. Like I just gotta like start. I don't know if it's just like a me, like talking to the camera and like, like I just switched the, the, the camera just to look at the like statistics. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And I also think that there's some kind of, I don't know, leeway with that. I feel like, I mean, Wisecrack has had to switch to remote and some of these hosts are just kind of in their bedroom. And like whenever it cuts to a shot of them, it's like them talking to the mic with headphones like we are now. And like you can see like their background mm -hmm. behind them. And it's like, oh, cool. They have like books and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like even looking at 
your setup in your room right now. It's like, oh, that looks pretty good. Like it, and so you don't necessarily have to get like a full on green screen and stuff and just like make it super professional because I, I think people there, there's a balance to be struck between like hyper professional. And if it looks like a, a TV anchor set, like a news anchor set or something versus like, I'm walking down the street recording on my phone or something. And that's like a very different sort of feel, but like. I think there is a level of humanity that is at least presented whenever it's like, here's just my room that my computer is in. And like, you can see the, like there's a computer and like some guitars and stuff like that in my room. And it's like, Oh cool. And it feels a little bit more relatable as opposed to like seeing a news anchor. And it's like, I don't know anything about this human. Do they like, Oh yeah. Also, like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't thinking about like me being a, a news anchor. Uh, I was thinking more of that kind of like, wisecrack wisecrack's a little i guess maybe i could because with wisecrack it's um they make videos about like culture and like movies and shows um so they have a lot to like kind of clip in and like Mm -hmm. like you know videos of the shows but when i'm talking about statistics i'd have to get a little more creative to where like do i clip in like videos of like the news and like videos of like politicians talking and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which again is like, um, editing, editing intensive. Yes. If I'm like trying to like look for these videos clip, out, like, you know, look for the clip that I want recorded, clip it out, insert it. And like, you know, mm-hmm. it's editing intensive for a one man operation. Right. And also, a a noob one man operation. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, something I've kind of come to find is that like, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a more legit way of doing these things, but like there are times where it's like, I need this clip. I'm just going to steal it. (laughs) So it's like, I don't know. Like, there is some sort of like fair use sort of thing. And it's like, Hey, I can have like, I don't know. I think it's like 10 seconds or something to like insert into here. Or if it's publicly available, like as a trailer or something then you can use scenes from a trailer, uh, which I've seen like a lot of like movie and film uh, commentary Mm -hmm. doing, but it's like, do yeah. Do you just steal it? from youtube because like there is just like hey a a youtube downloader thing or you put in the url and it's like you you're just stealing it i don't know if there's like another way that people do it but that's the way i've had to do it yeah or screen record which is like kind of lesser quality anyway so i think it'd be better just steal the video unfortunately (laughs) yeah i mean there's that if if there is some other way i i don't know (laughs) there there's also um these i'm trying to they're like a, like Getty images, but mm-hmm. like also for video. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I want to talk about like kind of more general things, I could do that to like up the look of my videos. Yeah, there's a lot of stock footage. And I mean, mm-hmm. you can subscribe to a stock footage like thing, which is another monthly cost sort of thing. And it's like, it's kind of funny because on, on some of these videos, like you're talking about like, all these different YouTubers that do this sort of thing. Like you do start seeing like the same like characters 
pop up in like oh yeah. it's just like a guy who did like a stock photo shoot and like they just keep using the same guy to represent like a guy and, not being able to hold limes yeah or something like that where it's like here's just you know we had some stock photos and because it's the stock photo we're just gonna keep using it for everything <laughs> um yeah so i mean i don't know like and in the same way that a lot of documentaries do this too, where it's like, oh, we're talking about pharmaceuticals. And so here's like all of the like super bright white like labs and like pills pouring into things and a centrifuge and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, we're talking about pills right now. So here's like all of the things that we associate pharmaceuticals with. And that's, I mean. Which all. Also, you kind of like you want to do because you want like it to be visually changing and visually like taking like you know your attention um on a ride as opposed to like if it's just me talking to a camera like it, it's less uh i mean i'm beautiful but like you know you get <laughs> bored of me fast sure but i mean it's like navigating that balance of like all right, now this just looks like a new show. And it is like kind of the concept of it kind of is a new show. You're presenting information uh, through a talking head and information on the screen, which is, yeah, a documentary or news or whatever that sort of thing is. It's just that these sorts of things are representative of a greater thing. So uh, you eventually you talked about how you eventually want to have like more people and like celebrities talk about this sort of thing and stuff. It's like, how, how do you plan on having more people involved or like having guests talk about, or like calling someone from Alabama to talk about Alabama or something like that? Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's kind of like the, the ideal would be that, people from these states let's say because i mean i'm thinking like killer mike from like uh georgia like mm -hmm. atlanta i think and like and he's like a big presence there and he has like his own like businesses and like he has a lot of pride so it's like anytime that like if we if atlanta is receiving like an award or something like like killer mike is the one that like receives it and like it's like we need to work harder blah blah, blah. like you know like mm. uh just to for one i kind of want to there's something really cool about the united states like if you think about it like an experiment mm -hmm. because there's like state freedom and like this should make us better like this could be used to make us better this kind of like it's all one country but like the 50 states have their freedom to try different things that makes it so we can kind of like see like, Oh, that worked over there. Like, you know, there's 50 different experiments. So you can kind of see like what works and what's not working mm -hmm. and it should help us be better than like every other country. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't feel like it's being used that way. So I think that if I were to eventually get, like, you know, enough eyeballs on it. And if celebrities would want to get involved in kind of like that kind of way to where like, maybe like, I just saw that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, did an episode of Explained, 
mm-hmm. uh, from it's like a this documentary series from the box mm-hmm. and like he was the one that narrated it so it's like if on the like you know on the california episode like leonardo DiCaprio wants to narrate mm-hmm. it or like you know like a celebrities kind of want to get involved in their own way mm-hmm. or like in accepting their uh like the state's award for education or whatever like i think it it'd be cool like you know like just whatever way we can kind of like put more eyeballs into yeah, this yeah. yeah and also i think we've talked about it before but like it also kind of reminds me of the the motherfucker awards that uh chris ryan yeah. and uh i forget uh kyle Tierman, uh put together and being like, Hey, these are the corporations that are like fucking up mother earth the most. And mm-hmm. yeah, in the same way they have like an award show that they like get different people to accept these awards on the behalf of these companies, even though they're not really working for that company, but it's like by sort of pointing this stuff out or, and kind of making a show of it, we're able to be like, Hey, these these are the worst and these are the like people that need to improve. And so, yeah, you can do that same thing state by state. Um, I guess something more, uh, a little personal, I guess you yourself have experienced now, at least living in two different States and yeah, you haven't been living in Mm. Oregon that long, but like even just with that, how do you, I guess, have a feel for the difference in culture, the difference in how the state and systems sort of affect people? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it does definitely feel different. I feel like, I mean, one of the first things that you kind of notice just from Oklahoma to Oregon is like the hills. Mm-hmm. hills are nice <laughs> and uh um but also like yeah it's a little diff I'm, I'm things are a little more close down here than in oklahoma mm-hmm. something else that like that's different is like i'm a lot further away from downtown mm-hmm. than i was in oklahoma but i'm paying like twice the price yeah uh for rent um something else that's like um here in oregon you don't have the sales tax or i don't know if it's just for like this area or maybe their own there's cities that do have sales tax mm-hmm. but uh yeah there's no sales tax here i haven't paid sales tax yeah. and, like that's kind of nice to not get hit with like an extra 10 percent like at the end mm-hmm. um so there, there's little things that I notice. I know that in in Portland, uh, there's a lot of homeless people, and mm-hmm. again, it's like, what's the what's the thing or the factors that are contributing to a higher like Oklahoma? Also, like in downtown Oklahoma, there's still homeless people, mm-hmm. uh, but is it just population? As in like when a city gets big enough, like there's gonna be homeless people. Mm-hmm. I don't think so because like I think also like there's cities like Japan like or like the cities like Tokyo that like have less mm-hmm. I would think yeah but like it, it it's also like it's like kind of when I get to look at the nitty-gritty numbers 
mm-hmm. I could look at the differences in 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 governing that are kind of leading to these outcomes. Yeah, it it does seem like I don't know off of the top of my head, but uh, like because Oklahoma City specifically is like really spread out. Uh, like I don't know. A, I have a friend who used to live in more quote unquote, but like it was actually still an Oklahoma address or Oklahoma city address. But it was like, if you mm-hmm. like move a block over, like it's a more address. And so it's like Oklahoma yep. city goes from like more up through like Edmond and it's this huge sprawling area. And so it's like the homeless population of Oklahoma city is like this much, but it like, maybe we don't see them as much because it's super spread out versus so spread out. versus whenever let's say you go to Portland or San Francisco or LA or something like it does seem way more like oh crap there's a lot of homeless people but then it's like per capita per square mile per what might kind of change how that goes here's the thing that i've heard uh, Ben Shapiro talk about cuz i i like to listen to like what like, you know, just what the right thinks is that um, in some of these, like, democratic cities, uh, it's legal to put a tent out on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So in in some Republican cities, it's not. As in, like, it, you can't just camp out on a sidewalk. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sir, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... Yeah, like maybe that's why you see more like tent cities in places. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's in Oklahoma, there are tent cities. You just don't see them because they're like either in places that people don't go to because people don't like going over there or they're hidden in between like the trees and stuff. And so it's like, oh, there's a creek that runs through this area or something. And there's like a bunch of homeless people in there. You just never see them when you drive by because you don't look in there. Um, Cause like, for example, there's, there's like a bunch of like tents over by the quail Springs area, uh, which is like kind of a quote unquote ritzier part of town. Uh, yeah. But it's like, there's a lot of like homeless people over there, like in a Creek or something or like where the trees are because it, it's like well hidden. And so, but like you, you still see a lot of people like, a lot of homeless people on the corners around Quell Springs because they know that like, that's where the rich people are. But I don't know the, the effects of certain legislation does seem to like, I don't know. It It's like, maybe it is illegal to put up a tent on the sidewalk, but that doesn't do anything to stop someone from becoming homeless. And so to it's like, prevent it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's like, so we're okay with people being homeless as long as we don't see it. And that's kind of what like that sort of legislation is saying versus like, well, it sucks that you're homeless. So here you can have a tent out here and that'll affect everyone else. But it also increases the perception of a city to be like, Oh, there's a lot of homeless people here, you know? So like how okay is homelessness? How okay is every other statistic, you know? Yeah, or as like maybe their their train of thought is like, oh well, since since I can put a tent out somewhere, like 
more homeless people go over there because it's more okay to be homeless. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do think that a lot of the, our social services, the goal should be not so much, because I think right now the, the goal is to like kind of kick people out mm-hmm. of the services, but the goal should be to help people enough to where like they don't they need, don't the, need services the services anymore. Yeah. Not so like, yeah, <laughs> to where like instead of like, like, like here you go, homeless person. It's you can stay in this place where it's like I don't know a giant like apartment complex, but uh, like you know all along like we're helping you like get job skills or stuff like that mm-hmm. to where eventually you can like you know go out on your own. Right, and I think that that's something that kind of going back to this idea of like understanding statistics is that like people don't understand the repercussions of a certain thing or why it is that this number is so high. And so it's like, I I always think that like, I don't know when people talk about crime rates or something or poverty rates and it's like, well, how does someone become poor? How, like what leads someone to commit a crime? And I feel like that's one of the big problems about like, the legal system or like the justice system is that like we we talk about like you did a crime and you are like a bad person for it rather than like you committed a crime because our system failed you and there was no uh safety net in place there was no uh, mental health service in place there was no blank and so you had to resort to crime and that's something that like if you look at the numbers and be like, oh, like maybe not the correlations are very difficult to like actually find, but like Mm -hmm. the, yeah, if we go like, oh, crime rate is super high here, but it also looks like poverty rate is super low here. And you can buy measuring all the different States and being like, oh, here's a state with the super low crime rate. What are the things that can feed into as to why the crime rate is so low? Yeah, and and that's like that. That's one of the goals, like to to kind of like be able to tell which policies and which differences are important differences. Like, for example, like I'm not interested in which states, like you know, have hills, have mountains, have like, <laughs> like you know, like like to certain individuals, like a like you know. It's like, I want to live in the coast and like to certain individuals that matters to where like they would want to go. But like, I'm more interested in how we govern and yeah. like which policies actually like, you know, yeah. And, and, and outcomes for these numbers that we do care about. I mean, I guess, I don't know there, if there could be some way that like places that have more hills have less pollution because of the something or maybe they have more because it like accumulates in the valleys or something like i don't know if that would be like a thing but like Mm. the one thing to understand is that like yeah but the policy is not like let's build a mountain (laughs) (laughs) right you can't you can't unvalley a place uh but yeah and so it's like i think that while gathering the statistics is important, it's also important to understand that like everything is interrelated and this is like a complicated web 
of things affecting each other. And so it's like a, a weird thing that happened, I think, in the 2016 election was or maybe it was in this past election, but it was like someone asked Bernie Sanders, like, what is the greatest or like, what is the cause of like terrorism or something in the United States? And Bernie said, like, climate change. And people were like, wow, he's like blaming climate change for everything. Uh, but it's like, well, mm. whenever in the Middle East, there's like more desertification happening due to climate change, then these people are left without resources and they become more desperate and they become more susceptible to being radicalized by extreme uh, Islam. And so they become terrorists. And so it's like, yes, but that's like two, three steps removed from climate change. And so it's like, you can, you can be like, oh, well, uh, People will be like, oh, racist people will be like, oh, what about like black on black crime? Like, why do more black people like commit more crime or stuff like that? And it's like, well, slavery, but also like all of the systemic racism from like slavery onward and all that sort of stuff. And so mm -hmm. it's like you can't just and that's maybe the short sightedness of what legislation tries to do is that like if we add this thing it'll fix all the stuff and so i think that by educating more people about statistics and how all of this stuff is interrelated you're more able to be like well this thing affects that and this thing was affected by that thing and this thing was affected by that thing and it's like this chain of things that kind of show that like well it seems like everything is contributing to the fact that Louisiana is the worst state. <laughs> and, and it's also like a, yeah, like he, whoever it is, like I'd like to put these like numbers up on a pedestal and like for like people to see. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, like whosoever is the 50th in education, like it's like, it's your job. You're the one that sucks. You're the one that's doing terrible. Like, you know, so it's mm -hmm. like, it's like, what am I going to do to make this better? It's like, it's shameful to be responsible for the worst state in the union, you know? Yeah. How do you drive away like nationalism or like patriotism or this sort of like pride over like, I don't know, every, there's this sort of misguided notion that like, because I was born here, it's the best one. And so it's like, how do you make people go like, Instead of going, I was born here, therefore it's the best, but going, I live here and I want to make it better, therefore we have to acknowledge all these problems. Yeah, uh, and, and there's also like, um, there's like a state that may be the worst in, like, th there's like different like categories that I would like to like give awards for i would also like to give awards for like the most improvement like yeah. in in certain areas like so yeah if you like you know go up like you know four or five ranks like you know it's like i, I would like even if you're still like 50th but if you know or, or if you're 40th but if last year you were 50th like that's like yeah like a, a like a great improvement um i mean to some extent i i do want to create a little bit of a 
like the like pride over people's states. I want people to like kind of take ownership over their state and over, over like, you know, like we can make our state better. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, hopefully it's kind of like baseball or like, you know, like football mm-hmm. to where like, we all like baseball, like in my team, like, you know, and, and people are pride, proud of their team and people can still find camaraderie over like yeah. baseball. Yeah. So it's kind of like the same thing to where like people take pride over their state, but like, it's like people find camaraderie over like we're all American. Mm-hmm. But the difference also being that like they can actually make a change in their state as opposed to like, you can be a really big OU fan, but like, that's not going to make OU any better at the sport, like uh, at like winning mm-hmm. football tournaments or uh, I, don't, I haven't kept up with sports in a long time so <laughs> i don't know the words it's also the like it, it to some extent it kind of does it's kind of mm-hmm. like because a lot of people look at ou ou like more people want to go to ou the university mm-hmm. and ou like football team can get a lot of money like and so so it's like because there's more attention in that like more money kind of flows to it. So like, ideally if I put more attention into like the statistics, then more attention and money can go into doing these things better. And it's also like, I don't know, like thinking about left and right, I kind of don't look at myself as like left or right. I think about it more of like a scientific thing Mm -hmm. as in like, is this, because a lot of what the right does is like the government isn't good at this thing. Mm-hmm. And like the answer shouldn't be like, okay, so let's not do it. The answer should be like, let's do it better. Yeah. I, I agree that like a lot of the times, like the government doesn't use the money in a good way, mm-hmm. but like the answer to that is make it more efficient, mm-hmm. not just like, let's not do anything about that problem at all. <laughs> or just, take away the like oh my car isn't running all right throw the whole fucking car away like no i i need a car (laughs) so i mean it's like no just like i just have a flat (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh so i mean it's like oh well like that car sucks anyways it wasn't gonna run anyways well like yeah do take steps to improve the system rather than like get rid of the whole thing um i guess one final train of thought is why for you who like studied psychology is this state's thing important and why is this like where you want to be going with your life i guess (laughs) yeah uh so when i went to school it was to do research and i felt like um, the research that I would do would kind of stay in this place where only certain people would look at it and it wouldn't be important. Um, and I kind of wanted to create, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't want research to just be for other researchers. I wanted to be create like a pipeline from things that we, we find out to like the masses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I find that right now 
if I were to work on research, it like, you know, it almost isn't like if I find out something really important, unless it makes somebody money, it wouldn't be implemented. Yeah. So kind of like, I guess what gets me excited is implementing positive change. Yeah. And this is a way that I think I can implement positive, positive change. Yeah. It does seem like there's a huge focus in, at least from like my perspective being, I guess, kind of in academia. I, I don't think music academia is similar to any other kind of scientific academia. So I can't say for sure, but like, it does seem like the masses are more interested in simultaneously like the cutting edge, which is like new research shows. And it's like, there's like two papers about this versus like, yeah. uh, well, this is the way that like everyone does it. So like the standard and so like the cutting edge and the standard are so far apart, but like no one's interested in the stuff in between that is like, oh, well, we've been working with the standard for a long time and we've like optimized it to be like as efficient as possible. But like then there's some cutting edge over there, which is like, oh, we like we've completely scrapped the standard and we're trying this new thing and we were, we're seeing some results, but we don't know yet. And so it's like, there's no, mm. it, it seems like the public doesn't engage with like every step of that process. It's just like, oh, it, there's some new cutting edge thing that says that like rip out all your teeth and put in new ones or something because it improved this one aspect <laughs> is what this paper found. And so it's like oh, one eating of raw paper. coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, like. I guess it, it is nice to know that like there's some way of reaching or like bridging that gap between the like the cutting edge or even just what the research is showing and then applying that to systems. How do you think um, we can cut through bureaucracy? Because it does seem like a lot of stuff just gets stuck in the rules yeah i think that like it, it's mainly through i think hopefully and i mean this would be the drum that i like keep on beating on is like efficiency and like measuring the right things mm. uh to where like if we because it's not just through the 50 different states like i also want to compare like you know other countries are doing better um, that like when you see that things are working in a better, like, you know, it kind of gives you somewhere to go to, mm. to where like, it's not like, it's like, ah, oh, we can't do that here. And it's like, but it's work. Like it's working over there. So yeah. I think like a, as soon as a, sh light, a light gets sh shined, shown, Either on things that are working, I feel like bureaucracy should like give way to the better things. Mm -hmm. And if not, then like within, like here within the 50 states, it's like, it's like, okay, you can be the 50th and blank. Like, you know, like if that's, if you're, 
unwilling to change like you know yeah and another thing is like i do think that like uh people have the freedom to move from state to state like Mm -hmm. i it'd be nice to kind of like i mean people will choose to stay in a state but like if a state is like the 50th and like you know like it's kind of like like we all know that this state is the 50th like Mm -hmm. you know like there will be a mass exodus like from yeah. that state. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if if the people governing that state are like, screw you, like, we're not going to do anything about it. Then it's like, yeah, it was, all right, we'll just leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and which is fine because it's like, yeah, the United States and- is like 50 almost sovereign nations anyways, but it's not as difficult as, yeah, it's not as difficult to move between state to state as it is country to country yeah and ideally i mean that's also something that like something that we would want is to like an, an ideal state is like where you can move to that state and like you can find work right away and like you can find a well-paying job like in and like good school system so if it's mm-hmm. like this is the state where you can do that and you are in the worst state for that like you know people will leave whereas like right now i feel like people kind of like go on hunches like you know it's not as informed by the numbers as it could be yeah i think that if anything for listeners that want to help out with this or are interested or something uh i mean first of all check out jesus's stuff but then also it's like if you think that like, oh, well, I'm really good at like video editing or I'm really good at this other aspect that you might need. Um, hit them up because like this is a, a very big undertaking and it would be very difficult to do this as one person. So uh, but also kind of understanding that like it's not going to start off with money yet. <laughs> yes. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, you guys, people could contact me by following me on Instagram or Twitter uh, at Mudicious, M-U-D-I-T-I-O-U-S. Yeah. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Jesus Ramones. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. Bloom is available now, streaming everywhere. Put it on in the background or show it to your friends so you can all enjoy it together. You can also buy it on Bandcamp and get bonus content so you can sit alone in the dark with your headphones on and listen to the album in its entirety while reading and looking at the bonus content. I also make music with PowerCycle, an experimental electronic trio. Our first completely improvised album, Too Many Damn Cables, is streaming everywhere. To support this podcast, leave reviews, comments, tell your friends about it, And buy my music, because by supporting me, you're supporting the podcast. I always end the podcast with my three things. They shape my life philosophy. Those three things are, love never fails, it's going to be okay, I might be wrong.